Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Like, say I want to see what you're doing and who you're hanging with, and you're not posting about it on your story. I can just stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's weird. You do that? No, I don't do that. I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages and keep it between friends, and then use that money to buy something at a store with Apple Pay. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Maybe. Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank, member FDIC. Terms apply. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six X. Visit TomboyX.com. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, this is Annie. And this is Samantha. And welcome to Stuff Mom Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. In our continuing discussions around sexuality, today we have one that Samantha and I, we came up with while we were having some drinks at a local... Of course, all yes. day, every day, every time. Yes. And all we were, of our ideas spawn from cheese, adult beverages. And or adult beverages. <laughs> um, and it is daddy issues. Daddy issues. Because we were talking about fetishes and mm-hmm. we were trying to come up with, because uh, we felt like there weren't that many female fetishes that right. are in pop culture. Right, or that's and, referenced. Yeah, often. yeah, and um, somehow that turned into what about daddy issues? Right, I think we were just talking about um, some ideas or some, uh, what you would say, stereotypes for women, mm-hmm. and especially when it comes to sexuality, and, yeah. and their sexuality or whatever, or for a person of who is female, so that's one of those daddy issues comes out a lot. Yeah. I've seen it a lot in men's columns, like in men's magazines. Yes. Super weird. <laughs> yes. When I was researching this, most of the top results were like questionable right. male Sources. websites being like, does your girlfriend have daddy right. issues? These Here's are how top, you tell. Top 10 signs of daddy <laughs> yeah, issues. Exactly. And if you need to get out. <laughs> exactly. Hmm. Um, when I say daddy issues, what do you think of Samantha? So when I think of daddy issues, I'm actually just thinking in general, like people who are seeking their father's approval, mm. essentially, and or seeking a father figure because there was a lack of one or a lack of males in their lives. And I think that goes either way for males or females. I think it translates differently in each one um, when it comes to stereotypes. I think of men being angry mm-hmm. and resentful. Right. And then I think of women as being insecure and needy. And these are just the stereotypes, once again. Oh, sure. Yes. But that's what I think of. Um, 
I think of strippers, and I know that's terrible. I know it's terrible, but I think it is a running joke. It is. In a lot of um, pop culture that I have consumed that, you know, if you see the stripper, she's got daddy issues. Right. Or, like, her, her dad wasn't there, and that's why she became a stripper or As something As I'm like re-watching that. 30 Rock, that was literally one of the um, scenes between Tracy Morgan's character, who loves going to strip clubs, mm-hmm. and one of the things the stripper is like, oh, you have daddy issues, or I think... Uh, Tina Fey's character says something about, yeah, you with the, all these daddy's issues, these women, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Very, yeah. Yeah. Telling in that that's what the culture thinks. Yeah, and I feel like it was in, um, kind of, what is that called? Lampshaded? <laughs> I don't know if that's correct. Or, it, it means when it's like played on, um, people know that you think this and then they kind of reverse it. I feel like they did that Independence Day, but it's been a long time since I've seen that. Um, the movie? Yes. Because oh. Will Smith's wife was a stripper. Oh. They did that, I think, in um, New Girl. God, I watched way too many sitcoms. Um, <laughs> but they, they uh, Nick, the Nick character dates a stripper who wants to be a stripper mm-hmm. and takes on the fact that she's a stripper. But, of course, she plays the bad girl, mm-hmm. you know, like a rebellious individual, hard girl. But, yeah, kind of flips on to the fact that she's not doing it for ABC. She's just, right. This is her job, and she enjoys it. Yeah. Which, it, you know what? Yeah. Go for it. Yes. If it's done legally with consent, Mm -hmm. go for it. Absolutely. Um, When I do think about it a bit longer, I think I have a similar, I kind of come more on your track. Um, I have used the phrase jokingly to refer to anyone who has a problematic relationship with their father. Right. And this often comes up, again, with D&D, the D&D fact. The D&D world. Um, Our entire, everyone playing in our campaign has difficulties with their fathers, <laughs> shall we say. Absent fathers, murderer fathers. Oh, wow. Y'all got yeah. one extra step. Yeah, like werewolf father. Damn. It's uh, uh, Every single character has something going on with their dad. And this might be a podcast idea for later on, but I was just recently thinking with all of the, um, I guess, dramatizing and or romanticizing of serial killers right now. Oh, yeah, sure. I wonder how this affects the women in these serial killers' lives. You know what I mean? Like, what mm-hmm. happens to them? How does it follow them? Do they have to, like, change their identity? What happens to the children that right. are involved? But, like, I'm like, talk about daddy issues right there. That's true. Or no, you know what I mean? But I think it's something we should research. Uh, yes. Just put that out there in the, in the podcast ether. <laughs> <laughs> um, my, my father is not a serial killer. That's I'm going to know. put that out there. That's good to know. But I do have a problematic relationship with him. And I think that... Probably some men I have dated have right. secretly thought to themselves, Daddy issues. Right. How do you know your daughter's not a serial killer? A lot of the children don't, don't know. Samantha, okay, I don't sorry. put that idea in my head. Because <laughs> I will. It'll, I'll be trying to sleep t- at night, and I'll be like, where was he the night of this? I watched too many horror movies. <laughs> well, you know. That's where it goes. It kind of comes down with people don't know sometimes. It, this is true. Anyway, I'm, I'm, I digress. <laughs> uh, oh, no. I, I won't think, be able to stop thinking about right. this. For me, I think, and uh, for my own relationships, I have a great relationship with my adoptive father. Um, I don't have great relationships with men in general and trust, mm-hmm. but I don't think I've ever thought been thought of as having daddy issues as much as being just a bitch. Is that daddy issues? I think that it can be. Can it be? I think it can be. We'll get into some mm. popular definitions in a second. Mm. 
Um, it is in a lot of our pop culture. It's the name of a movie. Mm-hmm. Widely There's read. so many. Yes. So many. Oh, I think it was like 2.8. It was not good. Like Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> uh, name of a band, a Lana Del Rey song. Also, apparently, Lana Del Rey has daddy issues herself. I don't know. Um, a Demi Lovato song, a once popular dance party in L.A., um, the title of a 2011 episode of The Vampire Diaries, Aww. and I'm sure countless and count- uh, so right. many other things. Um, and it got me to thinking about this whole joke that's really, really sad when you Aww. pause to think about it for two seconds, yeah. but the whole thing of my dad left for cigarettes and never came back. Tracy Morgan in, yes. in 30 Rock, they have this whole somewhat racist uh, therapy session <laughs> based on this. Um, okay, okay, but let, let's. I'm get, sorry. Okay. No, no, I go off track with pop culture. Pop stuff. culture is always welcome here. Dated pop culture, <laughs> especially welcome. <laughs> um, Dictionary.com defines daddy issues as an informal phrase for the psychological challenges resulting from an absent or abnormal relationship with one's father, often manifesting in a distrust of or sexual desire for men who act as father figures. Mm. Mm, Indeed. According to most things I saw on the internet, daddy issues refers to a woman who is up. Yeah. And usually has a weird sexualized component because, of course... Because women are involved. Sex. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Most of these definitions come from men trying to diagnose their girlfriend's daddy issues like we were talking about earlier. And according to them, the signs are sexual aggressiveness, excessive flirting, clinginess, sometimes delusionally overly confident. I'm sorry? <laughs> You're not sorry. Is that just like another word for... Uh, Confidence. The same confidence that men have in general, yes. mediocre men have. Probably. You're totally totally confident if you actually like yourself. Delusionally so. Yes. yes. Don't like yourself. Yeah, and now that we're going to talk a little bit about the popular mm-hmm. definition, mm-hmm. here's the Urban Dictionary because, you know, they got some good stuff. Mm. Um, their definition is whenever a female has a f- up relationship with her father or absence of a father figure during her childhood. It tends to spill into any adult relationship they embark on, and usually to the chagrin of any poor male in their life. Oh, poor male. <laughs> so the sentence comes with, geez, I came home one minute late and my old lady wants me to sleep on the couch. She has some serious daddy issues. Oof. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm like, that sentence in itself is absurd, but... Here are 10 words related to the daddy issues according to, again, Urban Dictionary, which includes slut, Mm -hmm. sluts, cougar, I didn't know that, Mm -hmm. douche, that's interesting, sugar daddy, attention whore, bitch, modern women. (laughs) Modern women. (laughs) We're just going to put all that out there. Omsa meter? I don't know if that is. I think we need to look that up. And slag, which is a British Mm. English term I, I hear often. Um, but yeah, I don't know what an OMSA meter is. It's an older man who has high sexual attraction. Oh, really? Yeah. Older? I don't, where, where it's does a that... gauge women measure in their own mind when considering sleeping with and or admiring the sexual attractiveness of an older man. Usually this gauge OMSA-meter. is called the OMSA meter and is, is finally it? boosted by how much money, power, or fame this older man has. Do not mistake this for a sugar daddy. <laughs> What? <laughs> poor older men can possibly have a high <laughs> The hell? 
Do okay. not mistake this Do for sugar daddy. You fool. <laughs> you fool. How dare you? Um, I wonder where the OMSA originated from. Oh, I We're don't, just going on the whole other issue now, I but. Don't know. Wow. Okay, well. OMSA meter. Well, learning. I'm going to put that in my pocket somewhere. <laughs> I'm going to completely forget about it the second we move on. Nah, I'm going to remind you. Please. Is please he don't. on the OMSA meter? How about him? <laughs> I'd be like, no, neither, none. Uh, we need to go um, see how much money he makes. So exactly. We, we need to go up like and ask him. Yes. Tell me, what's your 401k right. like? Yes. What's, what's, your, your, what's your retirement plan? Yes. <laughs> Do you own a home? And then be taking like studious right. notes. Right. What is your percentage rate in your um in your credit card debt <laughs> and your mortgage? Is this it APR? Is I'm sorry. All very important. And then we'll be like, you have a ohms. You're on the ohmsometer. I guess the higher. The better, I guess. Well, and then they'll they'll wonder why is this these random women coming up to me asking me very personal financial questions? And I'll be like, Urban Dictionary. One guy got on here and said this is related, so I wanted to know if the men were right. But you're not a sugar daddy. Oh well, that's why I'm like I have to categorize you properly because <laughs> that's what we need. Categories. <laughs> I'm gonna put name tags on people with it. Like, yes, this there is we the go. meter or sugar daddy. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> oh, that threw me off. Moving on. Oh. Moving on. In the LGBTQ plus community, daddy issues is sometimes applied to gay men and sometimes to refer to a man in a relationship with an older man. Yeah, and I know there's a category for gay men daddies. Yes. You know, just straight daddies. Mm-hmm. Again, why do I watch so much of 30 Rock? Alec Baldwin, uh-huh. his character refers himself as a daddy. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, because he's talking to a gay man, apparently. But mm-hmm. like he's like, I'm a daddy. <laughs> a daddy bear. I like your Alec Baldwin impression. He gets, because he, he has those piercing blue eyes, so he gets real serious. You're right. I know how this works. Um, yeah, but I, I'm, with all of that, again, I've also related it to men who are afraid of either turning out to be like their fathers mm-hmm. or terrified of being fathers. Mm-hmm. So these are like actual daddy issues, like <laughs> right. literal dad issues. Right. Um, I know it's often used to shame people who are single parents and specifically um, used as an argument of having children outside of marriage. Yeah. Like I saw a random um, article written in a political blog, so mm-hmm. an old-school political blog, talking about how these daddy issues, these, these, are, these are not complete uh, nuclear families, and so therefore we're creating chaos oh. outside of the perfect mm-hmm. family because, oh, you know, if there's not a father in the figure, right. you're causing more problems and you're going to have more issues and these kids are bad kids or whatever, yeah. however it might be noted. So daddy issues links to... Um, problematic children or problematic futures right. and dis- dissatisfied futures because there's no true male figure in their lives. So I've seen that too, sure, yeah. which is weird in itself, I guess, because apparently there's only one way to have a family. Apparently. apparently. All said with sarcasm. Um, it is a popular phrase in the fetish or kink community. Mm-hmm. Um a 2018 study found that women who grew up disappointed in their fathers are more likely to interpret interactions with men as sexual. Other studies have linked a daughter's poor relationship with fathers to higher instances of unplanned pregnancy and divorce. And then you got to think about this when we say disappointed in their fathers. There's some things that we're not 
completely noting, such as like abuse within relationships, abuse between like stepfather or, you know, an uncle, those strong male figures, Mm -hmm. which probably made the statistics higher. And I'm thinking that's probably who they kind of get the research based on, Mm -hmm. mainly because they're more accessible, like based on like police reporting and blah, 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 blah. Right. Um, So I think that that needs to be noted as well. Because this is not just a number random amount, I don't think. I think you have to look at the background of what disappointment means. Right. Well, and also, as always, you got you can't causality and um, correlation are different things. And there's right. so many different factors going into people. People are complex. Um, so always, you know, keep right. that in mind. Another study. Yeah found no link at all between daddy issues, Mm -hmm. in quotes, and attachment styles in regards to women dating older men. They found no difference between women in significant age gap relationship, which means men who are 10 years older, at least, and those not in significant age gap relationships. In fact, 74% of women in significant age gap relationships were securely attached, according to the study. Um, Note, these were all heterosexual relationships, I believe. Things that care about a mature man. I guess. My parents were 11 years apart. But we have some history about this phrase. But first, we're going to pause for a quick break for a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Snagajob. Snagajob is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time, or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With their easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242-424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? (laughs) Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. And we're back. Thank you, sponsor. And we're back with some history, some history. Um, Daddy Issues goes back to Carl Jung's idea of the electric complex, which is the flip side of the coin of the Oedipus complex, suggesting women compete with their mothers for the attention of their fathers. It's a young woman's subconscious attraction to her father. If you're wondering, because I kind of got to wondering, the sexualized context of daddy 
came about into the 20th century, especially in the BDSM, gay, and prison communities. Prison communities. Yes. Um, the related phrase, daddy's girl, goes back to 1920s. Right. It is a fairly recent term um, entering the records in the 1990s, and Charles Skull's 1992 book, Fathers, Sons, and Daughters, discussed it. Quote, power and authority are daddy issues inside the bedroom as well as out. The first man a girl flirts with is her father. Is her daddy. What? Gross. <laughs> Gross. I'm sorry. This is some, like, Freud yeah. nonsense that he's trying to put back in the, well, I guess the 1990s. But that's absurd. Ooh. What was his research based on? I don't know. I don't know that there was research. It's maybe his own experiences. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Oh, no. The more acceptable psychological term is father complex, which both women and men can have. Right. Some psychotherapists say that in hetero relationships, a daughter's observance and understanding of how a father treats her mother is one of the most formative things, or it can be, in the daughter's future relationships. It can impact self-esteem as well. If the mother puts up with a less-than-ideal situation or less-than-ideal treatment, a daughter can internalize this as how women behave and what they're expected to take. In relationships, sons will experience the same thing. In this case, um, that men uh, treat women less than ideally, and that's normal. And right. I think we've said before, like the tools you get, um, the tools you learn from your parents are often you find yourself using those tools yeah. in your relationships. It just makes sense. It's like, you're like observing yeah. early. And that's the idea that is cyclical when it comes to abuse. So, yeah. women who are involved in domestic violence who allow that, children expect. This is the rest of their life, and this is normal. This is normalized behavior, so it becomes a cyclical thing where children after children, generation after generation, it goes through the same process, and they go through the same types of relationships, and it's the same way for men where they see this, and even if they're very, very protective. Like, I've seen that a lot where the boys want to be protective of the mother, but because they don't understand exactly what's happening, they internalize anger and react that way because that's what they learn. Mm -hmm. Like, we saw that with Chris Brown. He came from a very abusive relationship, talked about it on Oprah, cried about it, and now we see all of these really disturbing behaviors from him because, not completely, obviously, but there are some ideas like this is a linkage and that you can't ignore that. Yes. And how to how to break that cycle. Yes, because that, that is an important point to emphasize. It can be broken. Yes. Um, in a 1995 interview, playwright Tony Kushner said, my anger may be Oedipal, mommy and daddy issues, but it's politically and dramaturgically useful. And we've seen it in pop culture several times. One of the most notable instances was in the poem Daddy by Sylvia Plath. In the poem, she declares she is over her daddy issues after she kills them at the end of the poem. I guess spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I'm so sorry. I do love some Sylvia Plath. <laughs> Look, I, I was like an emo girl feeling my feelings. Uh, were you an emo Plath. girl? Not really. Emotionally. Because I was I was about to be like... <gasps> I was dark. I had a lot. Like, if you looked at my poems from the past, they're all about death. Oh, man. We should bring mm. in our poems Whoa, and compare. No. My mother <laughs> accidentally read one, and she got really concerned. She was like, are you okay? What's wrong with you? I'm like, this is how I... I think I, I remember I was crying because she was really worried. And I was like, no, no, no. This is how I express things. And when I'm sad, this is what I have to do. Mm -hmm. So nothing... And I'm like, nothing's really good in here. I do have some God ones in there, I think, from my religious days as oh. well. I'm a bad poet, though. I, after I looked back, I was like, oh, these are bad. That's what makes them fun now. 
I'm just saying we should have a poetry night. <laughs> oh, please, no. <laughs> My face is already turning red with that thought. If, you, if we're going to do speed dating, then we're going to do poetry night. That's the deal. It's going down. Don't, can we do it while we're speed dating? Oh, that's that's going to get all... Everybody's going to want to date us after that. <laughs> Everybody. I'm going to just do dramatic readings. They'll sit down and I'll be like... I kind of want you to take excerpts <laughs> of your fan fiction, too, at the same time. <laughs> Just out of nowhere. I am a real winner. Just quote, just quote all of that to them and just stare at them intently in the eyes yes. as, you're, as you're reading this out loud. Yes, and every time they try to like interrupt, I'm like, uh-uh, not done. <laughs> not done. Rude. Rude. That's I, I am a catch. Um, <laughs> yes, you are. In the show How I Met Your Mother, Barney describes the perfect one-night stand as a woman with daddy issues, and it's meant to be kind of a joke. Right. Um. And we wanted to touch on briefly here right. um, the mama's boy, the male equivalent. Although really anyone can have daddy issues, it's just generally assumed right. to be a woman. Um, compared to daddy issues, uh, mama's boy doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing. Right, but it does emasculate a man as where other sexual, like highly sexual uh, yeah. terms, this is now a pansy essentially. Right. Um, and I don't believe that. I'm just saying that's what right, I'm saying. Right, 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 um, right. Yeah, I feel like in you know in our in our culture, then being more feminine, being emasculated is bad. Right. But I do think that um, it can have kind of a aspects of it can be good. Like, oh, he's just you know. Right. But you know what? I even see that turned on women as well because the mom right. becomes the bad yeah, person. That's true. That's and the true. mom is the one that was overly protective right. and didn't want to share him with anyone and make sure that no other woman is as good as her. That's true. And that's used in, like, the mother-in-law context as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, even with this, even though it's supposed to be about a boy and it's still not awful, the mom, the female, the mother figure is the one that still comes out Mm -hmm. as a monster. Isn't that interesting? Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. I've never heard mommy issues used in conversation to my recollection, but it does exist and refers to emotionally unavailable men without the sexualized connotation of daddy issues. Exactly. Exactly. I have also heard this as an excuse of the failing of the nuclear family. Once again. Yeah, this whole idea that without a father in the family, it's just it fails somehow to teach the daughter or son how to be normal and well-adjusted. Well um, and we can argue how inaccurate normal is in the ideation of adjusted and balanced. Yeah. So I think this is why um, they use this as an argument in the LGBTQ not being allowed to adopt, saying that this is not a Christian family, which we're seeing a turn right now um, with Trump trying to allow adoption agencies to deny uh, gay and lesbians, uh, the LGBTQ, to allow it to be adopt children. Right. Which is a, which, again, is ironic, yeah. In comparison with the whole fetus life mm-hmm. <laughs> idea mm-hmm. in taking care of children, because I will say, from the years of working um, in this field, that is seriously sad. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I think a lot of that has to do with this whole idea of okay, if there's no mother figure to balance this out or a father figure to balance this out. This is not going to be healthy for this child. And they're going to turn gay. That's my other favorite dumbass argument that I hear. (laughs) Which I am passionate about advocating for this because as a person who has adopted myself and as a person who sees so many kids 
in the foster home that needs someone just to care. Mm-hmm. I, so it makes me really angry that we would deny the children yeah. to have a safe and happy home. Absolutely. And I think that when we hear the, the phrase daddy issues and we see it thrown about in our pop culture so much, it is easy to kind of dismiss it as, oh, this is just, you know, a silly, silly thing. But it it touches on things, undercurrents in our belief systems right. and what what our society is built on that point to very real problems that right. are impacting right. that, people. That literally deny people mm-hmm. happiness yes. and deny people some rights essentially because of an idea that's not really proven. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's, it is important, um, more important than perhaps I would think or you would think at first hearing daddy issues. It's kind of right. just this, yeah, funny. It's a joke yeah. to a certain extent and apparently men truly believe this. I guess so. Like I said, <laughs> I all the know. first page of Google search results was Yeah, I think I saw men. like GQ and the little muscle magazines or whatever. Yeah. They all had, just like Cosmo has 10 tips to have great sex. It was like mm-hmm. 10 tips to see if your girlfriend has daddy issues. <laughs> and you need to get and out. Get out, <laughs> y'all. Uh, we do have a little bit more touching on that. But first, we have one more quick break for a word from our sponsor. episode is brought to you by Snagajob. Snagajob is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time, or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer... Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With their easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242-424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection, obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. And we're back. Thank you, Sponsor. So we have some concluding thoughts on... I have so many thoughts. Yes, clearly. um, (laughs) On daddy issues. And I feel like we were talking about 
um, a bit earlier, it's another way of putting men's failings on women, blaming women. Right. They're all crazy. Of men. Exactly. Um, Or, I mean, I've even heard, and I know we've seen this in our pop culture too, but like the, the wife in this very nuclear family um, context, she's the reason that the father figure cheated or left or the daughter is the reason like, it's not his fault no, that it's he... rare. As in fact, you paint these women as being... Uh, oh, like too demanding. Harpy, yeah, yeah. Like essentially this harpy type of um, nag, mm-hmm. essentially. And they're always that way. Like even when you know that this is not, you still have this feeling of, I don't like you. You know what I mean? Like yeah. um, what is the old school show, Raymond? Everybody loves Raymond. Yeah. Uh-huh. The wife was portrayed that way. Yeah. And I think that was like, I think they ended up being a good relationship, but it still was like, uh. Yeah, I got really turned off from sitcoms like that for a while because I noticed like it was always a husband who generally wasn't that attractive. Right. Oh, oh always. That was the formula. The super attractive. Ridiculously hot wife that that doesn't make sense. And he is like screwing up and never around. Right. And Painting her as, yeah, being shrill or annoying. Right. She's like, well, you need to come home and take care of the kids right. once in a while. Once in a while. <laughs> like, or how dare you be late. And he's like, I'm just having my fun. I'm yeah. trying to be nice. Or that same trope of um, men being forgetful mm-hmm. but being forgiven. And yes. she's being overly thoughtful but at the same time demanding. Yeah. It's kind of just the over the top. You're like, why is it always that the mom has to be the bad guy? Yes. The same thing with um, Mrs. Doubtfire. The perfect example, yeah. Sally Fields is painted as, and she says it, I am always a bad guy because I have to be responsible, and he's doing all these things without talking to her. Mm. And he seemed like the victim. Right. You have the sad picture of him the entire time as if he's being persecuted. Yes. <laughs> She's asking me to do the dishes. Right. That's true. Right. <laughs> I can't keep a job. How dare you be that demanding? And you have the better job that takes your time because I don't have a job. <laughs> yeah. I'm Man, I, I die hard too. There's a lot, a lot. Anyway. Um, <laughs> pop culture time. Pop culture time. All all the references in this episode. If all a, the 90s references yes, specifically. That's what we're here for. <laughs> if a woman has issues because of their father, it is somehow their fault. Right. And excusing bad fathers and turning it around on the daughters is kind of... The gist, I would say, of daddy issues. If that is also, or the mother's fault. Yeah. It's one of the female's faults, Mm -hmm. for sure. Drove them away. Right. It's kind of an equivalent to shutting down women for being hysterical or emotional, kind of a way of gaslighting. Um, Also, the narrative of absent fathers creating daddy issues suggests a father is necessary to grow up without such issues, which ignores... Non-hetero couples, single mothers, so right. many other so many other <laughs> experiences. And again, single parents, y'all are rock stars. That's all I have to say. Mm-hmm. When you keep that money going and keep the house going and keep the kids sane, wonderful. <laughs> um, I also I do feel like daddy issues is frequently used to shut down kinks and sexual interests right. a woman might have. The daddy fe- fetish is more about authority and power play. Just FYI, right. And mm-hmm. the need to be um, watched over. <laughs> yes, and we're going to touch on that a bit in a yeah. future episode. Oh, we got some good stuff coming. We do. If you think you do have a father complex, 
Uh, experts recommend therapy if possible, and if not, taking time alone to do some introspection, take stock of any uh, relationship patterns, and learning to be okay with yourself. In general, I think that's good advice. Right. I mean, I, I don't think I have daddy issues, but I definitely have parent issues. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We sure. were talking about uh, one of the big things for me as my family's op- political opinions and mine are very extreme. And sometimes it gets a little difficult, especially I am an adopted Korean girl, so therefore I'm a brown girl in a white family. Mm-hmm. Um, and it becomes problematic because the way I see the world, the way they see the world are two different perspectives. Mm-hmm. And that has nothing to do with the fact that I had daddy issues. It's just I have parent issues. Yeah. And that's most people. Yeah. And I say this as... I agree. You don't have to say you have a father complex. If you say you have issues with your parents, with your father, with your mother, whatever, you need to get therapy. Because <laughs> therapy's wonderful. So we all need to be in therapy. Yes. Is what you're saying. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. So we don't get any sponsorship for uh, therapy or anything. <laughs> I don't get any referral Just fees like or anything. Some mysterious therapy uh, council that's paying us to say this. It does not exist. It doesn't. No. Or counsel yourself with your friends. Yeah. Yeah. And I do think that you can have a lot of growth. By, especially if you've ever had a relationship that lasted right. for a while, and like, and I'm just a nerd, but like, I I would suggest to look at what why it failed or right. didn't work out, right? I know. Um, and then just see. I think a lot of for me is watching other people's relationships as well, mm-hmm. and and talking to other people because I get generally confused mm-hmm. about how it works. <laughs> Sure. It's, it's anything, confusing. Anything long-term doesn't seem real to me anyway. Mm-hmm. One of my many issues. So, But talk, being able to talk to friends who have experienced good relationships or even bad relationships, really helpful. Mm-hmm. You start like understanding a little more about the individual tracks and mm-hmm. like watching from the outside the different perspectives and voices. I think it's important, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, And I feel we all reach that point when we get older where we do see ourselves making the mistakes that our parents made and we just didn't realize it. Right. Uh, Maybe I'm overgeneralizing, but I feel like me and a lot of my friends experienced that. Yeah. Um, So uh, instead of thinking, oh, I've got daddy issues, yeah, you just... I mean, honestly, my sister used to get... um, Whatever. She used to get flack for the fact that she had a really great relationship with her father Mm -hmm. and therefore... She wanted to have a relationship like her mom and dad, like mm-hmm. her mom and dad, because they're very, as a couple, they're amazing. Mm-hmm. And I think, is that a daddy issue? <laughs> Probably. I guess so. You can't win for losing because they exactly. have a healthy relationship. They really do. And they're really close. And like I said, I have a good relationship with my dad as well. We may not agree on things, but he's very understanding to a certain degree. And mm-hmm. at least he, we talk things through. Yeah. That's what we can do. And for my my mother, for my father and my sister, they're really, really close. He's a cuddler. He will always hug you. He makes you to tell you I love you every time he sees you. <laughs> like, he's one of those. Like, I went away. This is really dorky. I went away across the country for a, two years. And he would be like, okay, when you see the moon, no, I'm looking at the same moon, too. And I'm thinking how much I love you and how proud of you I am. Aww. So that's my dad. You know what I'm saying? Aww. But the fact is, she got flack for being too healthy. Yeah. In that relationship and actually caring about our father's opinions and or going to our father for opinions and, and for um, encouragement mm-hmm. and love. Mm-hmm. So even though you can't win. Yeah, you really can't win. I, I, I personally feel like it's just another kind of 
misogyny, generally right. misogyny rearing its ugly head and shutting down women for what X, Y, Z, whatever reason. Exactly. Yeah. I can't connect with you, so that means you have daddy issues. Those are our thoughts. But we would love to hear your <laughs> thoughts, listener. Please send us your thoughts because we're going to be in our own heads or talking on the mic about it. Yes. We did put some facts in here, though. We did. We did. And um, we would, yeah, we would love to hear anybody what your take on daddy issues is. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at stuffmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. Anything sent to the multitudes, multiple old <laughs> email addresses, I cannot keep track. It should all arrive to this final destination. So don't worry about that. Um, you can also find us on Twitter at MomStuffPodcast and on Instagram at StuffMomNeverToldYou. And I do have a quick announcement. Quick announcement. Yes. Some of you know I am also on the podcast Saver, all about food and drink. And we are going to Hawaii for not one but two weeks. Boo! Yes. Oh, sorry. It's okay. I, understand. I don't get to go, so I'm really bitter. <laughs> she, she is uh, Very bitter. quite bitter. <laughs> Very like bitter. a strong cup of tea over there. <laughs> um, I So I just want to put that out there because um, there's a rush to get a lot of stuff done before I go. And I think we'll we'll manage it. But... If, you, if there are a couple more classics, then you'll know why. You'll know why, because I am in Hawaii. <laughs> and I refuse to work while she's on the beach. Yes. You're just going <laughs> to protest at my desk, even though I'm not there. I'm just going to start putting, like, random fish on your desk. Oh, no. Oh, no. I already told you the plan. Yes. I already told you the plan. Oh, no. You're always doing that. You're always telling me the plan, but it somehow still works. So I guess you're you're doing something, right? (laughs) I'm just a little bitter. (laughs) Thanks, as always, to our super producer, Andrew Howard. Who is also leaving me. Yes. Don't like you either. Thanks to you for listening. Thank you, guys. Stuff Mom Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride in the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. 
Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. 